If your hands and armpits are bleeding, it's not a screw off cap. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I got to talk and flirt with a girl. <laughs> got the show produced. It's <laughs> a win win. Got, got the location set up for next week's show. Got beers. Everybody's here. You just need to make sure when you're on your mic, get your yeah, mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're, otherwise, just you know, kind of hang back like you were. Okay. All right. <laughs> I can't believe we're doing this. Like this. <laughs> the bear. The, the bear. The beer. All no. The bell always scares me when that when that thing goes off. You're listening to Beer School. <laughs> We're here to help you and your friends learn to like like more than one kind of beer. There's lots of different beers to like. Some are made right down the street from where you live, and others have to travel halfway around the world just to get to you. Learn why beer tastes like it does, how other styles came about, and all of the words in the dictionary you might use to describe what you were tasting. The best part about beer school is the homework. The homework? The homework is beer. And if that's not motivation enough to listen to Beer School, I don't know what is, but I do know this. We are the number one beer podcast on <laughs> iTunes. That's amazing, John. Isn't that? You go to iTunes, you search for beer, and then you click on the podcast tab. Okay, so it's really convoluted that we're number one, but that's okay. We're the number <laughs> one beer podcast. Wow. You know, and that's just, that's opening so many doors for us. Well, that, <laughs> it is actually, no, like the, the, the show that we're going to do next week is happening because we are the number one beer podcast. And, uh, and the guy, the store owner uh, at uh, City Beer, Craig, is very excited about having the show with us. So the way that's going to work is uh, one o'clock next Sunday at City Beer, and we'll call out the address. I believe it's Easter Sunday. Is it? <laughs> well, you know, everyone knows full well that I love Easter bunnies. Uh, eighth of today's the. It's the eighth. The, yeah, yeah it's the, the eighth. eighth. So this is one day after the Frickin' Fest in Berserkly. In Berkeley, Berkeley Triple Rock. Did you say Frickin' Fest no, or Frickin' Fest? Frickin' Fest. Frickin' Fest. Oh, so it's um, Swedish. Yeah, Swedish. Uh, Before we dig too far into this hole, John, who did we kidnap this week? We have with us... Well, this is... The, so the show this week is all about a couple of things. Um, beer and salad. <laughs> two of my favorites. Hello. Two, two of my favorites. I love salad. Um, and I think it goes really well with beer. But there's so many different kinds of salad and so many different kinds of beer that I thought that we should have a show dedicated towards sorting out the problem of what beer goes with what leaf. Because, you know, everybody comes up with this lame assumption that it's all about beer and bratwurst. But, you know, it's not, really. There, you know, salad in history has had a long association with beer. Well, there was salad before there was bratwurst. Right. You know, which came exactly. first. So with us we have from Beaver, Pennsylvania... Insert joke there. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I've heard them all before. Um, nice beaver. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. No, you're supposed I, to say, I just got it stuffed. Uh, <laughs> actually, I, you know, I just got the ga- grass cut in front of the, you front got of the door. the grass so. cut on the beaver? Uh, yeah, well, that was the first. That was the first most, uh, the first <laughs> most obscene thing ever said on, na- on national television. Ward, you were a little bit harder on the beaver last night. Yeah. <laughs> so who do we have here from we Pennsylvania? We have Tom from Pennsylvania, from Beaver, Pennsylvania. He is a salad chef. Hi, John. Hi, Motor. Glad to be here. Thank Good you. to have you here. Thank you for coming all the way from, from Pennsylvania to join Beer School on such short notice. 
Oh yeah, it was you know it was a little rough, but uh, I made it. And then across from us, uh, from across from Tom, we have Mike, who is the inventor of putting a raisin in a salad. <laughs> it's true. It was. Uh, it actually came to me when I was nine. But, um, you just like raisins. So young, you and yet would so bright. It, and it kept going. I, I still put raisins in, and they're, uh, you know, nature's candy. And what beer, candy, and salad, I think we have a winner. So there are lots of different kinds of raisins, aren't there? Golden, um, plump, juicy raisins, Middle Eastern raisins. But what is your favorite well, raisin to put in a salad? I like the plump ones myself because actually what I, what I do that a lot of people don't do is uh, actually if you toast your raisins. And what it does, it brings out a rich smokiness in them as mm, well. Yeah. And sometimes the sugars in them caramelize, which really uh, – it, it does something, especially with almonds. I would have never thought to have toasted no. raisins. Now, I can understand toasting walnuts or almonds or you know, you know doing the – Toast. Toast. <laughs> you know, toast is good. It works well with bread. It works well with almonds. You can almonds. put the raisins in the bread and then put the two in the toaster – but are you, are you saying I, some some kind of strange Frankenstein raisin bread? Yeah. Um, well, well, actually, I I, do, I once conned my mom into they they used to have like little uh, I they probably still do little frozen pizzas and these were little mini ones and once when I was uh, much much younger I told my mom she could put them in the toaster. You'd think a woman who had children was smarter than that. And, uh, <laughs> so she did, and sure enough, the cheese melted and all the tomato paste. Became runny and ended up at the bottom of our toaster, and that's why I toast my raisins in a flat surface. Oh, that's smart. Mm-hmm. Instead of a like a dome surface, instead or of a, a, or putting them in the toaster. In the toaster, uh, no. oh, of course. To actually, just kind of squish them onto the side, the metal. Long there. tweezers and best wooden ones. And make sure it's unplugged when you're putting them there. Oh, you don't do that, do you? No, no that, defeats you're more the that defeats the purpose. That defeats the purpose. More it? cavalier than that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, of course, you want to you want to watch out and only marry the raisins with with maybe a good pilsner. Uh, do we have you a know, pilsner a stout today? Really, really would fight it every yeah. step of the way. Oh, totally. You don't want your beer to overpower a raisin. Mm. Well, a so we have the perfect non-overpowering. No, this is actually for a different beer that we're going to use this one for. Um, so this would overpower. This this first beer that we have uh, will definitely overpower a raisin, uh-huh. and so we're gonna just see how overpowering it becomes. Uh, we have here Stone Stone Brewing from um, Southern California, Arrogant Bastard Ale. Wow! Now the thing with Arrogant Bastard is that it's got a whole lot of text on the back of it, <laughs> and it says this is an aggressive beer. You probably won't like it, and I would say this that um, it's not gonna go well with the raisins. But we're that way. Well, so. I, I, I tend to be afraid of any beer that's too wordy. <laughs> I, have I don't want to it to agree. be smarter than me. Yeah, I have to agree with that one. And and actually, it's a really interesting concept, too, because most times you watch the cooking shows, and they're trying to pair things that are oh so excellent. I think I think we can, we can also learn from our mistakes, hopefully. And if we uh, taste this and it overpowers the raisins. All right, so yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to taste this it. beer first, um, and then I'm going to try it with a, ra- try a raisin, and then I'm going to taste the beer again. So... Yeah, I'm having some of the raisin salad right now. It's, it's, you really do bring out the roastiness in the raisins. Ah, uh, yes, oh. you do. You know, this is a beer that no one's going to like. I, this is definitely off the chart of a beer school beer in terms of the, you know, after your next four beers and after beer versus beer. This has definitely got all kinds of hops and all kinds of malt flavors, and it's all confused in my mouth, and I'm going to eat a raisin now. So. so that's the one beer that will overpower them all? 
Well, exactly. I was going to say, if we have any beer on beer violence, this is uh, where my money's getting bet. There's <laughs> no doubt about that. You know, it'll find them all and in its darkness well, bind them. So I just ate this really amazing raisin, probably the best raisin I've ever eat, ate. Hat. <laughs> <laughs> All the words yeah. you need to know to we're talk using, about beer. We're using the whole dictionary today. Um, so now I'm going to taste the, after eating the raisin, I'm going to try the beer again and see what it cha- changed into. Wow, look at the look on John's face. Oh, that beer... Did not sit well with the raisin. No, no, it's, it's all now. It's all confused. So all the biteies that this beer had that was sort of hidden before are now totally there in the front of my mouth, and it's just like the raisin made this beer taste bad. If you know what I would say is that the the arrogant bastard is a really good beer, but the best way I can relate it is a lot of the beers that we've talked about on the on this show are like little small paperback books without that many words. They could be an enjoyable book, but they're not that many words. The Arrogant Bastard is like drinking War and Peace. (laughs) There's just so much going on in there, and it takes so long to really sort of get the whole thing in and comprehend what you're enjoying that you really have to sit down for a couple of days with it to figure out what's going on. So we got Tom another glass, and he's going to try the Arrogant Bastard, and then he's going to eat the raisin and see how it it goes. Okay. Here, let me see here. (laughs) (laughs) It's a... I don't, where do you get your raisins, Mike? Well, actually, I do. I actually do have some grapes over at my house, and they they uh, uh, oh, great so, plants. So you send them yourself? I send them myself. Oh. I do, and uh, it takes impressive. Well, the first couple of years, the uh, grapes became raisins, became moldy. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have the fog problem in in your area. Yeah, <laughs> we do, we do actually. This is uh, San Francisco, and we do it does get a little cold, it's a little damp, a little and foggy. So. Well, and and by where you live, which is um, Candlestick Point, correct? AKA Candlestick Park, AKA Monster Park, whatever. AKA Mark Monster Park at Candlestick Point. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, but. Um, that was described as a Diderot conditions. It has been, especially yeah. when the Giants played there, and I, I actually thought that was a myth, and uh, it's not. It's not. Yeah. It is you, not. You know, I know some people who grow uh, raisins in a tree, except they call them figs. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. We had figs We <laughs> had figs the other day. There that's was, interesting. Where was I having figs? Well, we have a fig salad coming up soon. Oh, that's right. No, well, that's right. We did. I know where we had the fig salad before. This is why it's on the show. Was we When we went to Fresias on the train, Yes. we mm. had the salad with a little... Um, with a little cherry ra- cherry raisins, the cherry tomatoes. Yes. And uh, I don't know what leaves those were, but it was pretty tasty, that. So yeah. that's why we have the fig salad uh, to go with it. So, Tom, what did you think of the uh, Arrogant Bastard and the Raisin? Well, yeah, the, the Raisin before the Arrogant Bastard. Much like um, an Arrogant Bastard in real life, uh, <laughs> if, if anybody interrupts him, he loses his track and it completely, you know, it just overpowers. overpowers the Raisin. Mm-hmm. Well, and the raisins do stand alone; they stand by themselves. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I find the I find the arrogant bastard quite bitter, and that oh, yeah. conflicts with the sweetness and the smokiness of the of the raisin. And it, the the ensuing battle, the arrogant bastard wins, wins, and wins again. Maybe, maybe with a blonde raisin, but I, you know, I, I just had a, a regular Sounds dark raisin. Delicious. Yeah, I, I just uh, yeah, I, I couldn't see it. Um, it, given a choice, maybe maybe with a walnut? Uh, definitely yeah. a walnut would work a little bit better. And also, too, if we didn't toast the raisin, because I think that mellows the raisin out a little bit. No. You know, if we don't toast it, then the, then the raisin has a little bit more acid. So Motor's drinking a, 
a different beer with his raisins. And what um, beer are you drinking, Motor? Pardon me, I got to finish what's in my mouth here. Oh, um, the raisins. <laughs> I've got a um, an old Rasputin Imperial Stout from uh, from uh, <laughs> North Coast Brewing in Fort Bragg. Oh, that's a tasty, tasty and beer. And that with the raisins, uh, it really does work well with the raisins and the smokiness. Huh. It's all coming together. You got to watch out though, because an Imperial Stout is uh, very strong beer, very chocolatey, just a lot of oomph to it. It was. Uh, so the raisin's an accent there on, yeah, on the beer. Because you get a raisiny fla- flavor in a little bit of the Imperial Stout. And the chocolate, I'm sure, yeah. really melds nicely. Yeah. It yeah. does. I'm sort of, I'm sort of uh, the maverick this, this week here. He's going to op- new- be opposite the beers that we are all on. Well, okay. we have, we have, today, today um, we sort of did shotgun beer shopping. We did. We went to Porn and Liquor um, for our standard issue beers. Just because, you know, it wouldn't be the show without going to porn and liquor but first. But then we went into City Beer Store. That's right. City Beer Store. Right. you know, overwhelmed with choice of hundreds of beers. Exactly. And that's where we all just ran in different directions and found the amazing stuff that they have at City Beer Store. And we decided that because we have this different range of salads, and we have uh, one, two, three, four, six salads today, mm-hmm. um, that we had to have mm-hmm. a different, you know, wide range of beer. And everybody sort of was... Given their basically left to their own devices to come up with the beer that went with the salad, the different salads that we have on the on the, the list. Mm-hmm. So um, the next salad that we have, and we need to eat this soon because it's going to just go away. It's just going to converge on itself, and that's uh, the taco salad from Taco Bell, which was a genius move. Uh, we yeah. love the taco salad from Taco Bell. Well, we try to make something that's accessible to anybody, and so going with a national fast food chain. Uh, and getting one of their salads, which is pretty well executed, yeah. all you can go out and find a taco salad from Taco Bell. It's classic iceberg lettuce, shredded up into little tiny shreds. Um, with with grade D meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it's Taco Bell meat. and um, We like everybody yeah, on yeah, the show. And, uh, um, the cheese, the <laughs> cheese is... Uh, is I don't know. It could be a bit better cheese, but I think for, what the, for the salad, it... Goes really well. Well, yeah. definitely American cheese, and the and the tomatoes are local. I mean, those don't come from some hot house in Arizona or Mexico. Or they Mexico. grow them on the roof of the Taco Bell restaurant. That's they right. do. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen the roof of a Taco Bell? No, no one ever has. See? see, they're the tomatoes. You know what? We can Google. And you know, see means yes in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maps.google.com. Go into uh, find your local Taco Bell. No, no. Google's in a deal with Taco Bell. They replaced all the satellite imagery at the top of Taco Bells with just plain gravel roofs and no paint. Wow. And paint. Wow. Well, who knew that Sergey had uh, so much. You know, pull. it pull. Yeah. Well, I think they eat at Google when you get a million dollars. Well, actually, Google is right next to a Taco Bell, so maybe they want to make sure. Yeah, that and also wasn't part of cahoots. that part of the national security thing as well, just to kind of confuse people and you make know, sure that nobody knew where we were growing all of our tomatoes. <laughs> exactly. Well, they they painted it in the same time they did with uh, Area Fifty One. So. Yes. All right. So we have same I'm, I'm all confused as to what's going. Oh, I do know. So the Taco Bell salad Correct. does not go well with anything except the best beer that we have here, and this is. A Hams. It's an America's classic premium beer born in the land of sky blue waters. Which is pretty far from where Taco Bell originated, so it's amazing how the two marry up. It's, now, it you really would think is. that a Modelo would go really well with this, but I'm... Almost, almost star-crossed lovers, if you will. Well put. 
I'm sure if the shades here at uh, Beer School World Headquarters were open, we could see the former Hams Brewery in San Francisco. Oh, that's right. In fact, we can. We can, actually, if we just aim at the, yeah, yeah. the shades. Yeah. Hmm. With the Land of Sky Blue Waters well, room. I was going to say, we'll, we'll get one of our interns over yeah, the there. Inter- <laughs> <laughs> it's there it's great go. that the interns sit so quietly and don't make a peep during the show. Yep. We're, there she blows. <laughs> there it is. From the land. It's, uh, wow. uh, this is not BS. If you look out at the yellow construction crane, and then you look a little bit to the left, you see sort of a grayish-green building. That was the Hams Brewery. Oh, okay. I can see yep. it now. Right. So, so the first time we've ever opened the shades here, John. Um, I'm going to be distracted Well, now. you know, the, the, the intern did that. I told Shiny. her not to, but she <laughs> insisted. So I'm going to pass the Hams around. Um, go ahead and break... Uh, Go ahead and break off part of the salad bowl because okay. uh, it's basically like nachos ready to go. That's the beauty of but, it. You know, I, I got a surprise here. Uh, not a lot of people know this. Uh, really? You know that if you travel to Germany, uh, they sell beer at McDonald's. Uh-huh. Uh, in Mexico, the Taco Bells in Mexico, they have Modelo on tap. So oh. that's why I have this can of Modelo. So wow. it's a pairing that they You're, put well, together in Mexico. So maybe we can try the difference between the taco salad with the Modelo and the taco mm. salad with the hams. Yeah. I do know that... Some of our listeners are, have have said that they've had problems finding Modelo on their shelf, so that's why I chose the hams as the ah. as the the go for. See, you care. Although I, I do. I, I, I'm looking out for our listeners. I would call the Modelo a polar opposite of the hams. So, oh, that's a word we've never heard. Polar, because the polar, I hardly know her. So, so you have to you have to respect this salad. The Taco Bell salad is 850 calories of salad. That'll keep you going, pretty much. Oh I mean, yeah, for a week, for a week. I think a Big Mac is only 650. I could be wrong. I could look it up. If Jared was here, he'd be able to help us out with this. With well, we this have dilemma. we have the confuser right over here. Yeah. And, but, <laughs> We're not going to use it. And it's a bowl that you can eat. So, you know, once you're done. That's where all the calories come from. Once you're done with the salad part, you can eat the the bowl. Or you could wear it. (laughs) (laughs) Contrary to popular popular belief, they don't deep fry the lettuce, just the bowl. But you, Tom, so you've brought something that, that I'm impressed with. You've brought deep fried salad for us today. Well, it, it is it is a beaver specialty. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, no. What was the inspiration behind frying? Was this an accident, a happy accident, or did this really happen? Well, um, you know, through your culinary planning over the years. Well, it, it, it's more of uh, you know giving the customer what he wants because you know, beaver is outside of Pittsburgh. So and and you deep fry anything, Pittsburghers will eat it. So um, I, I thought, yeah, salad salad sales are going down a little bit. Let me add a little bit of breading there, and um, it just picked up. Doesn't it also allow you to use the salad beyond when it would normally be eatable? Oh yeah, because <laughs> uh, well, no, you're deep frying the salad. Well, when you not as much as you would think. Really, I mean, so like another. You basically, you get it for another day. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Because uh, I, I mean, eight eight hours. Do, do you like pat it? You know, when you pull it out of the deep fryer, do you like pat it with paper towels and and draw some of the oils out, or no? Just let it sit. I mean, uh, think of it, little salt, it, little pepper. Well, uh, you know, as it drips down, mm-hmm. what you can do is Recycle put it, it into another bowl. And then just add a little bit of pepper and uh, 
ground raspberries and you have your uh, a, a type of vinaigrette that a you dressing. wouldn't believe. Yeah, um, it is just... Uh, well, they like it back in Beaver. I, oh, wait, wait, wait. So you put you you're, you've deep fried this, and you're using a vinaigrette on the on the salad. Mm, yes. Do you have the customers put that on? Do you put that on for the customers, or do you let them do it? Well, it depends on how health conscious they are. Because I would think that if you put it on for them, by the time they got home, especially if it's a to go order, that they would be unhappy with the salad because it would all be it wouldn't be crunchy anymore. Uh, well, yes. I, I try not to really recommend they take it home. You know, it, one, once it's actually made like that, uh, there's a good 10, 15 minutes where the salad's really good. And then, then it just goes down a step in It's kind of like French fries. French fries don't travel. Right. right. You well, know, we were talking before the show, and I know you're sort of humble, but uh, you were telling me the state of Pennsylvania gave you an award for helping improve children's nutrition in the schools by introducing the fried salad to the schools, getting the kids to eat their lettuce. <laughs> now, who was it that uh, you I don't want to pat my own back. Yeah. <laughs> you, sir, are a genius. Right. Cheers a to test. you. Yeah. There we go. Oh, my gosh. Anything to get the kids to eat salad. Oh, yeah. Well, they get their greens, they get their roughage, and they get their cholesterol. I mean, it's a win-win. Well, it seems like a situation that our, our health-conscious governor here in California would certainly be able to get behind. You know, if we could our, just find a find a, uh, well, a we've been emailing him. Um, he hasn't gotten back yet. So, are you going to extend the fried salad line with spicy and cool ranch, or <laughs> yes. you know, in, and like have different you know batters for the, for the letters? Well, I'm thinking of honey mustard or mm-hmm. and garlic. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, we'll see. You know, we'll play. No, you haven't had a lot of ex- success. Um, this is according to your press release. You haven't had a lot of ex- success with fried spinach salad. Mm. Yeah, um, fried Caesar is is just bad. I, but, but I don't the, have any other words but, for but, it. But Caesar and spinach are also different. And, and really, uh, spinach, if I'm not mistaken, really really deserves to be wilted rather than deep fried. It's, it's a, <laughs> you know, it has to do with the iron, okay. if I'm not well, mistaken. I've so found, basically, I found, if you deep, what you're saying is if you deep fry it, it's going to pull all the iron out. Oh, it does. And then there's no point in eating the spinach. So there's certainly science to back that up. And if you try to use the waste oil in your biodiesel, the car will be getting too much iron in it. Hmm. Clogging, oh, clogging yes. a lot like of bad, things. That's bad for the pistons. You get a lot of tapping and pistons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. find, I find with the with the spinach, if I if I uh, dry it out in my ambilic, ambilic uh, it just you know brings the essence out, and then I can aerate different uh, dressings with uh, with the waste gases, and then crush up the dried spinach and put it on other salads. Wow. Oh, that see. actually brings up something that I think is very forward thinking in food is we could have oh, we could also work on the essence of salad rather than eating a salad. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, just open up uh, open up a, like a little propuri around your neck mm-hmm. and um, yeah, you 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 get that breath of fresh air and, and it would probably uh, be good for I the astronauts say, as well. I have well. to say Tom, mm-hmm. after um, comparing the Taco Bell salad in a bowl with your fried salad I'm going to tell you this. Sir, your salad does not travel well. <laughs> no. Like well, you said, you said wow. it's 15 there's a shelf min- life there. It's 15 minutes from, you know, from the fryer to the to the end. And well, we're like we're way beyond that. I, well, I'm just telling you. Yeah, you know, think about it. it. You know, just gather ye rosebuds while ye may. 
<laughs> so are you, you you know what this is just throwing this out there but beauty you, but beauty you and could, taste can only last so long you could be the salad fryer king you could do like you know like the uh you know the little fryer that sits in the corner of your kitchen that it's got the salad grater. Well, I think on the George thing. Foreman's about to call. Sounds like a new product for it him. It does. The George Foreman salad, salad fryer. fryer. But that, that's, yeah. that could be you. You could take all of your recipes and then make them go. All right. And so, so, like, so um, let, let me get this straight. So, um, you know, I, I can tell my, um, my engineers uh-huh. uh, that are going to prototype this that um, think of a salad shooter on top yeah. that falls directly in into the batter. Okay. Into and then the batter. There's, a little, there's a little, you know, rotating thing that. Pulls the lettuce out of the batter and then drops it into the fryer. Wow. Wow. Thank you. You're very welcome. Wow. You know, beerschool.com is always help you know, is always looking for ways to help our guests, you know, become rich, more than more than what they are. Drinkers. Better beer drinkers. Right. Yeah, we're actually improving the future. <laughs> we're improving the future. We improving are improving the future. future. All right, so uh, next salad up. I've got have, I've got my uh, traditional German nettle salad. You know, Ooh. every time I hear nettle, <laughs> I always think of of uh, you know getting them on me. Where it's the same thing. It's, yeah, I think but, of Jesus. But wait a minute, you're if you get nettles on you, that like takes calamine lotion in like six weeks to get rid of the rash. No, no, this is uh, it's actually quite popular in Berlin, and it's based on a recipe that started after World War II. And what you do is you boil some potatoes, and then you take the leaves of the nettles. You put that in the boiling water, you take it out, you put it in a bowl, and you make a vinaigrette out of very little oil and a little bit of salt. And that's your traditional nettle salad. And people think this is strange. But in yeah, because Ber- like, if you were to eat nettles raw, you'd go, ah, ah. No, no. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to think <laughs> of that's why, you have to bo- that's why you have to boil them. That's why you have to boil them. I'm trying to wonder what... Having, you know, when, like when you're doing it, uh, <laughs> you know, like you're licking, uh, <laughs> and she's like, ah, like, why does it hurt? <laughs> Okay, we're cutting that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really trying out. to think of what what type of beer, beer are you going to marry with that? Well, so I'm marrying Berliner Weiss, which is a dry champagne-like light beer. And, and I, with the nettle salad, you usually want to just have it plain. But because of the uh, the, the flavor of the beer and the dryness, most of the time when it's, when it's uh, enjoyed without the nettle salad, you add a little bit of syrup. So I've got both the red and the green syrup today. But oh, I know you guys you smuggled think that's that out. Strange, so you no, got... no, no. Well, see, we have something sort of accessible. Yes. So we have raspberry brown from the Lost Coast Brewery. Yeah, and you can oh, put the perfect. Yeah, so that sort of goes along with the the idea of the raspberry syrup and the, the Berliner Weiss. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and very dark. It's it's surprisingly dark. Yep. It's black raspberries. Ah. It's all becoming more clear to me. You know, I'm trying to to stick with the. You know, the, if you read Lonely uh, Planet. Uh, and what vegetarian fares in Germany? Most of the time, uh, there's not a lot of vegetarian fare, so that's why I'm trying to go with these different salads. Uh, the second salad that I have for later on is just mm. it will blow your mind, but I know that comes later in the program. Okay, so this is I'm uh, I'm tasting the salad that you've brought, uh-huh. and it's so paired with this with this uh, hmm. with this brown raspberry beer. Yeah, uh, yeah, I got to tell you what, it's oh, gracious. So goes with it. I mean, it's like not only does this explode when you just put put it up to your nose, but it just makes the salad just 
pulls all those flavors out of it. Yeah, it's sort of, yeah. it's sort of like the opposite. You're, you're going with a very, very austere salad. I mean, you could practically make it here by maybe finding some dandelion and some potatoes oh, man. and a little bit of salt. And you've got, you've got a simple thing. Maybe some, uh, oh, uh, fennel. Right, but it's pulling. It's pulling the or fennel root. Actually, it's pulling the nettle out, and yeah. it's actually making the potato, which is normally a very bland kind of thing. It's actually pulling the flavors out of that. It's yeah, bringing the starches up, and it just tastes fantastic because the nettles are so strong in, in and of themselves. And and since the salad is actually so austere, the raspberry of this really just kind of rounds out the overall flavor. And it's a well, it's a work of art, isn't it? It, and, you know, I'd have to agree. It, at first, you were a little bit skeptical I, about well, very the skeptical. Nettles, I mean, was the whole very. idea of the nettles going. Uh, <laughs> ow. Yeah, Wait. and actually, my grandmother would Wait. make make some uh, dandelion wine. Really? Uh, yep, she picks it from the church lawn and ferments it herself. Uh, I'd love to Do tell you. Is that a communion? Yeah, I, I got to tell you what. You know, <laughs> that the idea and paint. So <laughs> the idea of a holy paint dandy is, uh, you know, it sounds quite good. Mm. You know, another thing. Um, Gates Renovation is looking for carpenters and project managers. Go on the web to, uh, if you're a carpenter looking for work in the San Francisco Bay Area, <laughs> GatesRenovation.com. There's only one N in renovation. You know, that's a shameless plug. If I <laughs> you know, i got to tell you. What, I don't know what you're talking about. You slipped that in so seamlessly. Hey, that's Tom, right. how is your restaurant doing? Do you need any help there in, in uh, Beaver, PA? In Beaver, PA? No. I gotta tell you what, uh, we're, we're a small community, and um, so you can pretty much handle it by yourself. So far, so know. are so are you a chop ch- 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 chop guy, or are you a you know? Do you have the guillotine thing going, or what's your what's what is your tool of choice? Well, I, I did I did chop stuff at first, but then I, I gotta tell you what, um, I, I nicked myself quite a few times, uh. and uh, Ron Popeil showed me the way with the salad shooter. No way! Do you have, do you use the pro one or just the normal one? Oh, the Pro all the way. Industrial, yeah. yeah. Right on. I mean, I, I can I can make 15 pounds of salad in 20 minutes. It's, it's so wait, wait. just they incredible. They pay you for eight hours, and you're doing your whole job in 15 minutes? No. They, you know, they want me to uh, make salads for the week, which you know I'm kind of against, but it... Oh, it, uh, um, right, which is why you invented the... The salad fryer, right, gives you an extra twenty four. Gives you an extra twenty four yeah. on the on the other end yeah. of the salad. Good okay. thing they don't want you to open up the beers for the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I well, you know, if they did, I'd quit. Yeah, so, right. that wouldn't fly. So um, next up on the on our salads, well, we're going to continue eating this thing that Motors has given us because it's. It's Thanks. quite, quite good. It. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, and I don't want to. I don't want to just, you know, pull the uh, the raspberry brown and just pour it down my throat because it's right. it's pretty good. Um, you know, the thing with raspberry or any of the fruit beers is that they can overpower the beer. So the first thing you want a fruit beer to taste like is beer. Hmm. You don't yep. want it to taste like a Jolly Rancher. You no. want you you want the 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 fruit pairing of of this to just hints. And this hints very well. It's an impressive bottle. It really is. You know, another beer that um, really lets the beer speak first, but what? then follows up with a strong fruit back, is What's the that? Watermelon Wheat Beer. <laughs> oh, right. So, Watermelon Wheat Does Beer it? debuts Tuesday. Ah. That's yeah, I saw that up on the blackboard. I, I really wanted to try it, but it wasn't ready yet. Well, sadly, our, uh, <coughs> our brewer 
our our brewer friend, our connection, our end to the brewery was not in today. Hmm. Yeah. So we had no secret watermelon. We had no secret IPA. We had no secret secret beers of any kind. <laughs> I heard there might be a, a, a recess in our future concerning um, opening day. Really? Yes. There's a recess of opening day. Remember our new feature? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, do, do, tell. Might, uh, do tell. Try to get. there might be some programming coming back because of opening day. <clears throat> okay, right, John. Duh. Okay, that was a segue. <laughs> that was a segue that I totally blew. Okay. Here's the, and here's the pitch. <laughs> ball ball one. He struck lob. out. He, you know, he takes looking. I'm like, okay. Mother, what are you talking about? No, no. So, surprising you don't see an underhanded pitch in Major If you don't come up with this, I'm going to have to talk about Gates Renovation some more. No, here's the thing. So here's what we're doing. Um, so we talked about um, future beer schools shows called Recess. And Recess is basically where we have a theme that doesn't really fit in with the normal beer school uh, show style. Um, if we had a show style. <laughs> anyway, the idea is, is, is that um, it's opening day, and everybody who's, everybody who's a brewer comes to the 21st Amendment on opening day because there's two beers that are amazing. One of them is the opening day IPA. One barley, one hop, and... Uh, Usually the hops are fresh, but I don't know what Jesse used for the uh, for the style this year, or should I say, Sean? Sean yeah. probably called it out, but yes. Jesse made it. And then uh, the watermelon wheat debuts, and the watermelon wheat is an impressive. I think it's watermelon and wheat. It's watermelon infused in wheat. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, both of those are there. So anyway, all the brewers from all over who have opening day tickets come and hang out. And so we're going to go around with a portable uh, recorder, that uh, what motor the taser, calls, the taser, and we're going to record <laughs> everyone's impressions as as uh, the day goes. It's, we got a, we got a busy seven days coming up, John. We got we, have, we got the Firkin Fest. We have the Firkin Rock. Fest, we, which we already called out. We have opening day on Tuesday. We have uh, beer school at City Beer next week, and uh, we have our next salad. I, oh, ask for I wish days. I could be here for that. Our next salad. Yeah, we have our next salad. So we have salad salad, which is basically iceberg, croutons, bacos, and ranch dressing. Ooh. Mm. You know, they make a, uh, close to it, they make a wedge salad, or they used to make a wedge sal- salad. I walked by Gordon Beers this morning. But at Gordon Beers, it's like a wedge of iceberg lettuce with right. uh, fresh bacon and chunky blue cheese all over it that I really like. Yeah. It's also because of the way they cut the salad, you get to... You get a steak knife to dine with with your salad. Yeah, um, uh, there was a restaurant out by uh, out in Latrobe by me that uh, used to do that. Uh, you'd have to order it special, but wedge of lettuce. Yep. And then the house dressing, which was a variation on blue cheese, and it was excellent. Um, no longer there. But who here likes to pay twelve bucks for a quarter head iceberg? I do. <laughs> oh well, come on, well, come on. So, so <laughs> this is anyway, America. <laughs> to go with this, we have a Bamberger Mars Weiss beer. It's a wheat beer from Bamberger. 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 I, I got to tell Mars you, Marine. there's a hint of banana in this. Wow, that is just great. You know, and, um, it should set off. It should set off the ranch in, in an amazing way. Well, yeah, <laughs> uh, you don't want anything too heavy with a ranch dressing. I. I've learned that from hard, hard experience. This kind of begs the question, too. Why don't we put bananas in salad? 
For two reasons, well, then, we don't. Then it becomes well, no, a fruit no, no, Mr. Salad. salad. Okay, oh. go ahead and tell us, Mr. Salad. Well, yeah, the I mean, fruit cup. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, <laughs> then it's. Uh, yeah, you get the syrup, you get the grapes, and you get the maraschino cherries. But how do you protect the banana so that it doesn't become yellow and brown. yellow or brown mush? Yeah. You got to You got to cut it right before you send it out. Well, it's always the secret. There's fresh no other ingredients. Se- yeah. yeah, there's yeah, no substitution for fresh ingredients. Mm, that's why I'm investing in greenhouses to grow bananas in Pacifica. <laughs> you know, after tr- after trying this beer, this vice beer, uh, it's pulling out the fl- the saltiness of the bacos. Yes. Um, really well, the Germans su- love their pork. Mm, I know, but I'm really, I'm really surprised. <laughs> I'm really surprised at how much salt there is in bacos. I thought it was just. I thought it was just MSG. Right. No, but it's like totally salty, and I don't even like them anymore after trying this. Hmm. Wow, real bacon next time. Real yeah. bacon next time. No bacos. Just we're gonna we're gonna invest in the the, the another dollar to make. Well, that. this is a spectacular beer, I must say, and it's it's very bright and it's it's light in color. <laughs> Bouquet is fabulous. Uh, what it does to the bacos, uh, thank goodness. Well, More of that should be done to Bacos. We've called those Bacos out. We're never having them again. Because <laughs> I think it's... <laughs> and anything that has a shelf life of 10 years really shouldn't no, be included no, in you, Do you use Bacos or do you use real bacon? On request, I'll, I'll use Bacos. And, On request, yeah. you'll use Bacos. Now, in Beaver, <laughs> That's a good is, that a, is that a popular request? I mean, Unfortunately, you, yes. Oh, jeez. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you have to. Uh, here's the. Here's your next award. Your next award. Not only you know after your salad, getting kids to eat salad award, you should go for the for getting people to eat more bacon. Right. Well, <laughs> I, I got to tell you what. Um, if you look at Pittsburgh, you'd think that bacon was the little black dress of sandwiches. <laughs> if you want to uh, make a little a black dress of sandwiches, <laughs> if you want to make a sandwich better, you add bacon. Well, uh, Motor, you should describe your your sandwich. I like um, a nice veggie burger every now and then. At the Twenty First Amendment, Twenty One Est Dash Amendment dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but when I get my uh, when I get my veggie burger, I always uh, put bacon on it because bacon uh, makes the veggie burger better. You must be a Pittsburgher at heart. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got to say. The next step is adding French fries to your sandwich as well. There's a place uh, in North Beach that makes those French fry filled sandwiches. Yeah. Or are they Freedom Fry filled sandwiches? No, French fried. Goddamn. Okay, just checking. <laughs> just checking. They're, Chip sandwich. They're, they're wily rogues down I there. The, they still I knew call this them French fries. Who would make a chip sandwich? And it's not like you know you put not ram chips, not potato chips, but he would put fries. You know, fries, which is what the British called chips, on between two pieces of bread. Put ketchup on the top between them and squish it. That was a that was a chip sandwich. Ooh. yeah. Well, there's actually a bar, um, a bar slash restaurant in Pittsburgh, where that they're known for that. Really, it's French fries, dry coleslaw, and then whatever else the sandwich includes. Permani like- Brothers, um, and whenever I've gone on vacation and I've asked requested <laughs> French fries on my sandwich. I get a I get an arched eyebrow and <laughs> and they're like you're from Pittsburgh, aren't you? <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought I thought you were going to say whenever you go on vacation to Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody does that. Nobody. We saved up all year to go to Pittsburgh. <laughs> I'm sure there's people that do. 
well, they live in Cleveland. Tom, thanks for bring, <laughs> thanks for bringing that because this beer was is really the surprise. I mean, I actually liked Baco's up until today. <laughs> Well, it'll extend your life five Thank years you. now. Uh, all right. Uh, you're stopping. You know what about seven or eight episodes when we have special um, a special guest on talking about beer travels? We'll tell a story about the Mars Brewery in Bamberg. Okay, cool. <laughs> all right. So what's up our what's our next salad here? You want me to bring my second one out, or do you mm-hmm. have another one before that? No, you go. Okay. Well, but what beer is going to go with it, so I can open it? Um. The beer that goes with this is also from Bamberg. Oh wow! Oh, <laughs> you got this. <laughs> Looking nice. And the uh, well, it was on the top, the top shelf, so you couldn't have reached. It. <laughs> <laughs> I resemble that. Remark. It, it's a very tall shelf for those of you in the listening audience. I was wow! Like this to get the beer down. <laughs> You know, the problem is I can't even see that <laughs> up that high. Um, <laughs> Didn't get, know there was know, an upper shelf like that. Just so the listeners know, every year I become shorter. And when <laughs> we I got all do. When, no, no, but when I know I, you too. When I got my driver's license redone, they're like, um, "It says that you're five eleven on your old one." I'm like, "Yeah, but I'm not that anymore." And they're like, "What? <laughs> like, how is that possible that you're shorter by three inches?" And then you tell them gravity is a constant, and they kind of shake their heads. Gravity. Is what holds the beer in the glass. There you go. So we've got we've got the uh, the beer, which is uh, the beer of record for the city of Bamberg in Germany, and it's a beer, which uh, means smoked beer. They smoke the malts. Oh. Uh, this beer smells like meat, and what better to complement a beer that smells like meat than and that is M E A T meat uh, than the traditional. Uh, it's almost a salad in Bamberg, the Bamberg onion. And you can look online for a Bamberg onion. What I have here, and we've got two of them, uh-huh. uh, just God. been keeping them in the oven here. You know, uh, I thought you were joking, but it really does smell like meat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're going to eat a salad, we're not Wait, kidding. wait. If you're going to eat salad, you want a beer to go with it? Exactly. Uh-huh. So you, 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 when you feel like a steak salad, just get a regular salad and this beer. <laughs> so so fine. the Bamberger onions here that I've, I've stuck out on the, on the table, you take an onion, you core out the middle of the onion, and you stuff it with sausage. Whoa. And you add some other stuff, and you bake it up. And uh, this onion you're about to have with the stuff with sausage and baked goes perfect with the rock beer. So now, is that a white onion? Like meat. Is that a white onion or a Vidalia? It's a white onion. No. Or maybe salad a salad guy onion. would know that, of course. This is a stunning beer. <laughs> this is this is Baco licious. You know, it's unbelievable. And you know what? Thanks for bringing those onions. Oh my god. It just it's I, totally it's totally paired extremely well with this. I know that that you that, don't need smelling salts with this beer. No. I haven't even I tasted it yet and I'm floored. This is amazing. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> this is this is one of those uh, German styles. that's a little bit, a little bit. This is PhD level beer school. God, I got, I got. <laughs> our Tom from Beaver's going. Um, I'm going to have to totally rethink my salads. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to start deep frying my hamburgers. And you know, once again, the name Schirlinkerlau Rauch Beer. Wow, from the Schirlinkerlau Brewery in Bamberg, oh, wow. Germany. Jeez, I need 
I've had smoked peanuts that kind of taste like this. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, well, I mean, yeah, it smells like meat. Ergo, <laughs> it must be from Germany. I, wow. Hey, do it, you have any is, more of those raisins? Oh, I do. In fact. Wow. I, yeah. You Here, know hang what? Hang on, the on, the dark raisins. Dark raisins. Try oh, it with no, no, this beer. Not those raisins. No, that's the, the smoked dark. raisins. Yeah. The, the toasted raisins. All right. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Oh my! Okay, so now I just had some raisin, and no, this is uh, the, this is just one of those beers that it's out there. It's like the Goza beer. It's it's where you. I would say this from a beer school point of view. You know, everyone's <laughs> talking. We've already called out that we had arrogant bastard, and we got some other things that are coming up that are kind of inaccessible. Sorry about the sorry about the Modelo again, but. <laughs> this, if you try this beer, just it'll just it'll, it'll good make, words, John. <laughs> it will make you a man speechless, speechless. <laughs> because you'll be well like, put, John. Why can't I find the words to describe what I'm tasting? It smells like meat. Well, what, yeah, I, what it, I, actually what it, I'm it, thinking is that if you marinate your salad in this before breading. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly! Do we have a gold mine or what? This Actually, is unbelievable. If you did, you might be onto something there. Yeah. I'm gonna have to do some tests. Yep, I in, would. In the pub in Bamberg, this is uh, one of the beers where they roll the wooden cast straight up from the basement. I believe. Throw it, it up on top of the bar, put in a tap, and serve it on gravity at the bar. Hmm. Wow. wow. Yeah, I gotta tell you what. We want one of those casks. Yeah. I simply cannot believe the aroma of this beer. It. It, well, like it the, is smoke. It smoked meat. Yep. It is smoked meat. <laughs> well, I, like, like the I'm raspberry, astounded. Like the raspberry beer announced itself. Hi, raspberries, and this is like hi, hi, meat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like it, it just whispers on the wind. Haggis. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Hickory Farm summer sausage. Oh, yep. mm, yeah, yeah. Whatever happened to Hickory Farms? Oh, they're still, still kicking, baby. Really? You bet. Still making. I baby. remember. I remember in high school we would no, go in no, there and sorry, and, um, <laughs> sorry buy no, all that, the alcoholic that, candies. We finished yeah. that one. Yeah, you know, that, that soldier's <laughs> dead. The raisins. Dead, dead, dead. Well, we, fortunately, we have more raisins. Yeah. Ooh, never can we have, have too many raisins. Yeah. Blueberries and greenberries. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And orange berries, We're not, not to mention some, some romaine salad. lettuce. The, uh, the well, you know, everyone's eating their onion mm-hmm. as quickly as possible because it's going so well with their their beer. Mm. It's just a it's a regional delicacy. Damn, we'll post a link. We'll post a link to a recipe for the Bamberg onion and Schoenlinger uh, Lop on uh, with the show notes. And the Bamberg onion is not anything like the onion. No. And the, the onion? This combination makes me want to wear lederhosen. I <laughs> they don't wear lederhosen in, in uh, that part of Germany. Uh, hey, Tom, uh, do you they get, will now. Do you get the onion in, in uh, beaver? We tend to use Vidalia. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, 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 you're talking the, about the, the website? No, oh, okay. the paper. There's a paper version of the onion. No, no. We're, 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 too, we're too pedestrian out there. Greatest the greatest headline of the Onion, uh, I think it was last week, Bush to leave Iraq via Iran. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. the exit strategy was announced yes. by going through Iran. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, just outside of Beaver um, was a, a small uh, switch 
manufacturing company called Control Concepts Corporation uh-huh. that Bush visited uh, his first election. And, uh, so I understand that, that, that Beaver factory? that Beaver has it, it's it's like a, a the center for a couple of films. I heard it. Oh, actually yes. called yeah, it is. East. No, so wow. the movie. So no. evidently, the movie Gung Ho was made there. So if anyone yeah, wants was. to know what Beaver what really looks like for real, they can rent this movie. Go rent Gung Ho. I'm sure you can find it on VHS and Beta. Uh, yeah. probably, probably not DVD. Yeah. Probably only on VHS. <laughs> yeah. What does Gung mean? Um, Gung Ho is a term that uh, every everybody's excited uh, right now. Today, you would probably hear Gumbate. Before that, but wow. uh, yeah, gung ho. We just lost our clean tag in Spanish, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Only if I say chichi, which happens to mean the same thing in Spanish and Japanese. Uh, well, <laughs> or golfer, right? Or chai say, Rodriguez. Chai Rodriguez, and then the you know Long Duck Dong from Sixteen Candles. That was his first. That was his first movie after. Serious, serious role. That's, yeah, that's where he got him. Hopefully, everybody roles, can yeah. hear what my uh, quotes. What happened to Long Duck Dong after Gung Ho? I think he's washing dishes at uh, Magnolia. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Isn't he the guy who bolted the um, camera to his head to be on 24 7? Oh, no, that guy, his name is Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll put a link to um, exactly Justin. The, Justin. the uh the San Francisco Chronicle that everybody makes fun of and I don't know why had a story uh front page news Friday morning in good old San Francisco here about a guy who's uh going around twenty four seven with a webcam on his head. That's so eighty eight. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. rat hole? <laughs> the Taco Bell salad has to get taken out, so whoever is going, take it with them and get rid of it. Okay. It, Smell it, it, it. It's starting to ferment. It's, <laughs> it's starting... Wait, intern. To, do well, your job. Stop ripen. taking notes and get this thing out of here. Yeah, stop. No, you don't get any of the beer that the, the Martzen from from Bamberg. You missed out. You opened the windows mm. too hard. Mm. <laughs> I, I simply can't... You know, that, still, the beer is smoked, smoked nuts of some type that you buy at a bar. It... Wow. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. So uh, let's see. Next salad. Do you have a? Do we have a? Hmm. What? Oh yes, I have. I have the church key. I have it right here. Okay. So um, I have Lagunitas Maximus in my hand. That oh, that's going to be good. We're trying to bring in the three hundred crowd. Exactly. So I have Lagunitas Maximus, and this is going to go with. Uh, the Rockstar salad. Oh, yes. So I, I was made, wondering what you were going to put with that. I made a reduction out of Rockstar. Oh, using the ambil- Ambilic? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And what's, what's really cool is how you smashed all the blue M&Ms on the outside of the bowl. You know, and, and to get, well, that was for the color. Exactly. I didn't actually use the chocolate; I just used the coloring. That was a beautiful right. touch, and uh, and that actually makes the Rockstar instead of being puke brown looking, puke it blue. It 
Makes exactly. it blue. Precisely. No, it glows blue. Maybe a puce blue. Oh, I, puce, I, which I, I kind of brings the bile the to the salad. back of your head. Beautiful. So it, it's, <laughs> I used a can of Rockstar, made a reduction out of it. Um, do do not. I tried it both ways. I tried it with the normal Rockstar and the uh, diet version. I said Rockstar Light, and I found that the diet version just tasted wrong as a reduction. It's Doesn't too. It, it's too or acidic. They call that American Idol Star. It, no, it's I too think acidic. It, I buy think the carcinogens too. When you reduce the diet, it's wrong. Oh, yeah. By so, the way, you wanted you want to use an ambelic, not an Erlenmeyer flask, to reduce it. It, yeah. it I, I don't know why you would you would think it wouldn't matter, but it so does. this so this has got uh, pine nuts. Uh, I used your salad shooter. Thank you very much for loaning it to me. Mm-hmm, um, no problem. And uh, that that made the cucumbers into little tiny. Uh, things and then I shredded up carrots with the with the uh, the salad shooter as well. So it's essentially Rockstar pine nuts, cucumbers, and shredded carrots. My you know God. there is a setting where you can make the uh, five pointed stars into stars of David in mm. case you want to go on the kosher uh, uh, trail. Really? Yes. And, I, I, and I've got to, I've got to say this reduced uh, Rockstar reminds me of meth. <laughs> well, it's well, part of I the was salad. trying to put my finger on it, yeah, and that's you it. got it. It's that. I'm, I'm, I'm losing a tooth right now. <laughs> God, it's good. It's got. That, I gotta clean. It's got that orange. <laughs> it's got that orange uh, citrus thing going on a little bit. I'm not sure that it, I'm ever going to make this salad again, but you better. You know, you know, <laughs> well, you know, one one can only want. An energetic salad, you know, something that you can eat and then feel revived and not just bloated. Well, yeah, I mean that's why the, that's why the majority of salads exist for lunch, so oh. that people who want to feel pretentious about themselves, I had a salad with their nose in the air, and um, you know they're feeling light, they're feeling energetic, and everybody else that had their their, uh, you their know burger. Philly steak or yeah. whatever at lunch. Is falling asleep, right? And then they're the hummingbirds that go around and get everything done. So they're so they're hummingbirds. Plus, if they make the salad that I made, which is basically you know the rock star reduction, a little bit of vinegar, a little bit of of a little bit more sugar because it just no. needs a bit, and then salt and pepper. Yep. John, John, I I hate to call you out here, but I I know there's another chef working on rock star reduction, really, and to stay true to what rock star is. They don't actually do it on the stove. They throw in desiccant packets to suck the moisture out of the rock star. <laughs> okay. And they That's sort of genius. With a, with a film on the bottom. And you have to make sure you've removed the desiccant packets and bundled them up quickly. But uh, that way you're not really but doesn't, it up. But, but, don't the, but don't those packets impart a flavor to... The residual, yeah, but it, it blends in because of everything else they're using. There, there are a lot of well, uh, ingredients that are uh, common to both Rockstar and Deskin. Yeah, they're all synthetic, so it blends the long chain monomers just linked together, and um, you know you get a nice little grating type of uh, powder. That... It, tastes, it tastes like the future. <laughs> wow, oh, you know, it's a, and in fact, it's actually the only salad you can copyright snort. that phrase. It tastes oh, like I the have. <laughs> Copyright the future, TM. So I'm, I'm sorry. I, I didn't see what this beer that we just poured is. It's oh, very this good. Is, this is Maximus can I, can from Lagunitas. the reading? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Oh, do the okay. reading. As so, we know from Lagunitas, they, so they always write so Lagunitas is in Petaluma. Um, it's about an hour north of San Francisco. Um, they started off making a beer that was basically just IPA. Hmm. 
It, it so has a nice round flavor. It does. It well, does. Call it. And it goes yeah. good with the Rockstar salad, which is why I chose it. Mm-hmm. I leaned back with my feet up on my desk. I read my name backwards on the door and wondered, like a bad joke told me to... Like a bad joke told to a brown shoot square in the dead of night, it all came rushing back to me. I thought carefully about getting up from my desk, putting on my new Valorosa pawn hat, opening the door to the hallway, checking the spelling on my name one more time, closing out the door behind me, heading down to the first floor, making my way down the evening street full of... Full of, full of, full of it. <laughs> worm and proles and pinheads finding the corrupt pirate pastrami burrito vendor who trades fistfuls of change for volcanic gastritis, continuing into a dark doorway, the length of which would lead me to a knuckle worn bar top of mildew and pine, mounting a bow legged stool and ordering a pint of nocturnal Maximus Ale. And then I did. Call us. 1-707-769-4495. You know, well, you know I, normally what, I, read, I didn't realize that Jay Peterman made beers. You know, I didn't realize that my eyes are still good enough to read the font, the font size. It's about a four, maybe, well, on the side of the beer label. And my big question is, how many beers does it take for you to mount a bow-legged stool? <laughs> we'll find out after the show. I here's, guess so. Here's to drinking with bull. My number stool. is sixteen. You know, I want a corrupt pirate pastrami burrito. <laughs> exactly. If you make some pastrami, I want to make a pastrami burrito. Mm. You take I, I think you have to go to New York to find it. No, this oh, sounds like no, it's no. straight out of Pittsburgh. Yeah. You, take a, you, take a, you take a tortilla. But you where are you going to get a sour, tortilla in, tor- in sour, Pittsburgh? Sauerkraut, uh, shredded Swiss cheese, and pastrami. Oh, could you, make, could you could probably you make find that on the south side. You could make a rye a burrito. Rye if I ever see one of these, uh, I'm going to see you. <laughs> A rye burrito, a rye burrito, a, a rye, a rye tortilla, well, sauerkraut, it, it, shredded Swiss cheese, and pastrami. It's like, that's a wrap. It, it's like my that's idea for for something that I call a pizzerito, which is pizza ingredients inside of a inside of a tortilla shell. Yeah, it's just you know, it's cheese, it's it's tomato sauce, it's pepperoni or or no. sausage or whatever. Listeners, just be sure that. Everything that we say here, we previously copyright and and patent when we can. No, no, no. Here's the thing: if someone makes a pizzerito, or even better, pizza waffles, mail to mail it to us. Yeah, send us this stuff. Uh oh, I I found the fatal flaw of the show. Okay, keep rolling. <laughs> I'm like, we, you know, we were all. I was all happy. Like, oh, I produced the show. I'm like, okay, let's roll. I'm like. Well, I just figured out what I forgot. Is this the part you're what, editing what, what, out? No, I'm not editing it out. God. We, you, you know, like every other podca- podcast, they say, we'll edit this out. And I always hear them saying, we'll edit this out. Not oh, we cleaned the- up Rockstar Bartender. Yeah, Rockstar <laughs> Bartender needed cleaning. <laughs> but um, so um, we didn't get a stout, did we? Uh, we haven't we, yet. We, you know, I, I did. You know, we can go with a mead if you if you so desire. Well, there was Although my the girl. only thing that will really marry with a mead is alfalfa sprouts, uh. and not that's not really to everybody's taste. So, well, so we have the salad that went with stout. That's the next salad that we have, and uh, the chef made this for a special. Yeah, 
<laughs> See, I'm already chewing away on my salad. I know, I know, but you're enjoying. And then you gave me the look that said, "Morning, I say." No, something. no, no, you're enjoying it. So it's arugula, arugula, beets, uh, beets and goat cheese, and goat cheese. The that simplest salad that there possibly could be. That's true. Uh, and uh, no, the goat cheese really sets off all those flavors. Mm-hmm. You know, because beet, it stand up. You it get mellows the, everything together. You get the earthy sweetness of the beets. Yep. You get the bitter of the arugula, and you get the the tartness of the goat cheese. Yeah. Just, yeah, it, it, you know, there's just an aftertaste that reminds you of borscht. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> well, you know, we'll go with almost any beer. Yeah, goat cheese is God's gift to man. One of God's many gifts <laughs> to man. Along with Skittles. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Rockstar. <laughs> and Rockstar. God's been good to all of us, hasn't he? <laughs> well, we couldn't have made that last salad dressing without the Rockstar. So. No. And we couldn't uh, make this so one without the So are we going to try this? So we have, this is a different thing. Yes. I've never mm. had this on the show. Um, we have agave mead. Agave mead. Yeah. Now, normally, if mead, Sammy Hagar were to go to the Ren Fair, this is what he'd bring. That's yeah. what I was wondering. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how this got... <laughs> Put here, but anyway, it's Trickster's Treat Agave Mead. Um, it's it's not uh, psychoactive, is it? I hope it is. Yeah, we know we can hope. That's right. <laughs> you know, exactly. One thing, yeah. Um, a, a while back, I imported some uh, illegal absinthe. Oh. Yeah. And, hey, um, where'd you bring? Where'd you put that? I wish I brought it, but uh, oh. I got to tell you what: it, the strong, strong licorice flavor. Goes with many many salads, and it's a great wow. buzz. Yeah, yes, it is. Yeah, and <laughs> actually, unfortunately, and I, the the you know the, the common myth that it is uh, hallucinogenic, hallucinogenic is wrong. No, it's and, totally true. Well, I I didn't maybe I just didn't drink enough. You were drinking uh, the wrong. I, I had absinthe, and uh, I didn't drink enough to get the hallucinogen effect. Right. I was it, drinking absinthe. I think I even talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but I was drinking absinthe on a Friday night, and I decided to go to the 21A, hanging out, and then suddenly all the lights are all fuzzy. And I'm like, wow, I like this buzz. <laughs> and then about 20 minutes later, it was everything came back into focus. It was a different... And I might have just put my glasses back on. <laughs> Isn't that a nice trip down the stairs, John? Yeah. yeah. Well, I just want to see the ceiling for 20 minutes. Mine was a Czech absinthe called Ben's Father of Bitter. So it probably did not have the in, the key ingredient. Well, no, it did. It actually had a larger amount of thujone. But uh, after further thujone? reading after... Thujone. Oh. Uh, further reading after um, after actually ordering it, I find that the Czech absinths are different enough from other absinths that uh, it could almost be considered a different drink. Okay, so, so sort of bee synth. Yeah, absinth bees. Yeah, good yeah, point. So I, I, I spent over a hundred dollars importing the stuff that wow. really wasn't absinth. Mm-hmm. You need to hang out here, my friend, because absinth just appears. <laughs> really? Could you tell me where that happens? Wow. I, yes. <laughs> Ah, yeah. not telling you. <laughs> We're holding sheets of paper and writing notes. Exactly. Right now. Like here, <clears throat> I'm taking you there. Jeez. So no, we're doing a party at uh, in Las Vegas in two weeks. It's not beer school, but for it's NAB, yeah. absence school. Oh, for net. Well, but uh, for NAB actually, mm-hmm. and we're making Hunter Thompsons out of absinthe. <laughs> <laughs> 
I so, have to figure out how to get to Las Vegas yeah. now. Uh, and so the airlines fly there. Exactly. Yeah. Well, but, yes, but... Uh, oh, but not mean, from Beaver. Oh. But, yeah. the, but the idea was... <laughs> yeah, like, we're, 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 such, we're, such, we're, we're such a remote community that, uh, you know, I have to figure out the, the GOAT uh, um, trails out of there before I can actually fly. So. But the idea was is that, you know, we're going we're gonna to have this party and we're going to have absinthe for real... And when we're there, what's the drink that we're going to... You can't just serve the absinthe. It's got to be, you know, mixed into something better. An absinthe mojito, maybe? Yeah, but or, it's going to be called a Hunter Thompson. Laced, like, because topped off with some grain alcohol, maybe? maybe <laughs> with a little and, and you get a 9 millimeter get along Hooker sweat. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of hooker sweat, this is interesting. Because you really, really taste the agave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I've done the most damage to John I've ever done on beer school. How does it feel coming at your nose there? <laughs> oh, you do not want mead coming out your nose. It's mm. painful. Not like having a Fernet come out your nose, though. That was a dare. Well, no, the bouquet on this is uh, somewhat kind of like honey. Yeah, it, it's much, much sweeter than I expected. And uh, well, it, uh, it's it almost is, tastes like a little oh, lemon, little oh, lime in there as well. But uh, the the taste is the taste is very different. The taste is very different than the bouquet. You can definitely taste the agave and the, the tequila esque essence. Yes, I got that was the thing that jumped all over my uh, palate, my canoes. Um, it was um, agave all over the place. Yeah. Shocking and surprisingly delicious. This would go well with like a, uh, uh, I would say a hot dog. Well, fantastic <laughs> with a hot dog, but even better. I'm thinking of a summer salad with uh, grapefruit, grapefruit chunks, True. and uh, actually, in this, this cubes, would, not chunks. Yeah, and this 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 would actually work very well with uh, the smoked golden raisins. Must, oh right, right. Yes. Back, to, back to the raisins. Toasted, sort of yeah. The show together. I'm just yeah. I'm just pulling the, the toasted golden raisins back <laughs> into this one, and. Um, um, actually, as a reduction in the uh, in the fruit salad, this would work really well too. Mm. I know? definitely would not put this would... in with the rock star. That's a no. no, 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 no. Not as it, not as an addition, but as its own. As, yeah, as its own uh, reduction. Dressing. Oh, definitely. So we kick a rock star's ass. Yeah. <laughs> rock star, damn. <laughs> um, so yeah. we have one more salad to try. Well, break me a little off. Break, give me a little bit more of this agave because that's a. Give me a little. Yeah, agave. come on now. Don't don't be bogart. No, don't be bogart. So we have the one agave. more salad. We have. A, I, I'm sorry that we got rid of the Taco Bell taco salad because I don't think the agave. Meat the agave could well come back it. with it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's still in the waste basket over there, so mm-hmm. you get it. Okay. Basket well, salad. See, we would have to test to see if the the fresh Taco Bell salad would go well with this or the. This is undead. twenty minute old Taco Bell yeah, salad. We'll go with it. This is undead Taco Bell salad. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, all right. So we have. Unfortunately, one. there is a difference. We have one more salad. The all meat salad. That's what I was thinking. Steak, meat salad, ham, sausage, turkey, bacon, and chicken. So salad only in name. Salad, only. salad because we tossed it all. No, together. it's all tossed together. <laughs> That's why it's called a salad. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, this has got spices of. Of uh, peppers, onions. I can taste the garlic. 
There's a bit of garlic, but not a lot. Um, you know, caramelized onions, a uh, little bit of cumin in there. You know, the, it, olive, the, the ground the, beef the, is the really cal- nice. The palmetto olives Just were, were the, the way to go. dash of oregano and thyme. That's right, uh, and, and the saltiness of the ham is just really delightful. Yeah. I got, I got, I got to say. Um, well, in that, some in some circles, they call it the Scarborough Fair salad because there's parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme in there as well. Oh. Pretty much. so. That's what's making it setting it off is the sage and the parsley. You know what I'm missing though in this one? What? Uh, there's no duck. You know, we were. <laughs> look, I went mm-hmm. to the store and I went through what they had meat already prepared. Uh-huh. And I did not go to Whole Foods or Chinatown. Or Chinatown, thus, no duck. Uh, well, I'm, I'm good with no duck. Duck's always a little greasy. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that I don't like grease. No. I like grease. <laughs> You know, well, but that's uh, the flavor that ties this whole salad together. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah this, I mean, this fat could use some salad. grease. Um, so, what am I revisiting for this beer? Wise, the hams the, might go well with it because there's ham. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. you know, well, I got the, 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 Actually, this is the first. This is no, the first the, salad the that can empty. really that, that can really overpower the beer because oh, it's a this, it's a very hearty salad. This Bavarian, it's a hamburger. Uh, <laughs> no, the Bavarian style. Uh, in the wee six ounce bottles, thanks, yes. butter. Just the not little bottles. Much. It's hard to find this stuff. It's uh, it's and they one go of the quickly. That they used to make the base for a, a drink that they in Germany they call the uh, the Russian, which is cola and pilsner. But this is just the base. It's it's pretty hard to find cola and pilsner. Yeah, it comes. Wait, in wait. So cola. normally people put rum in their pills in the uh, in, in the, the cola. cola. <laughs> uh, the Germans, the Germans, it's the uh, Germans, the Germans. The kids, the kids like the. Uh, so this is the base. It's pretty hard to get. It's made. It's a sort of industrial beer. That's why they put it in the the red six ounce can. All right. So what have we learned about salad today? We learned that it doesn't well, have it, meat can be in salads. Meat can be in salads. In fact, it can be a critical part of making the salad actually work. Yeah. In fact, if you don't put it in 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 the Pittsburgh area, people won't order a salad. They won't even eat it. Right. Well, actually, I, th- I think we covered a really nice range of salads. Everything from the quarter wedge of iceberg all the way up to the meat salad, and you know they all have their different levels of of, of uh, shall we say vim. Well, and and that can and be vigor and vigor, and they can be contrasted and compared quite we quite interestingly do, we with many have, different kinds. We of We did beers. have one of my favorite salads, which is the quarter wedge of iceberg with awesome blue cheese dressing. We didn't discuss that. We discussed it. We didn't taste it. Right. But we did discuss it. Yeah, would would have been nice to have. But we are in California. They don't, they don't yeah. offer such meager fare. Well, I don't know if we you can't find, find iceberg here. Yeah, iceberg. You really can't. Yeah, it's, it's tough to find. You got to go to the Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> and of which then, there are like and two. Even in then, the you state. only get yeah. you only get like you know the size of the burger, right. Of the iceberg. <laughs> yeah. And another thing, I got to apologize that. Nettles are pretty hard to find if you're going to try and recreate the Berlin nettle salad. You know, just the beauty of having nettles here on the table with us, just just the sight of them, the the the, the vibrancy of the green and, Still and the bitterness. Don't rub them on your skin. Don't oh take the gosh. leaves and go like this. Talk about a treat. Mm. You know. Thanks. No, thank you. <laughs> so the Taco Bell salad, the undead Taco Bell salad. Gotta say, it's a winner. Surprisingly. Yeah. You uh, know. You know, there was that there was that moment when it was just. Stinking up the place, <laughs> now resurrected from the bin. Yeah, with this last beer, it, yeah. it does bring it back. And yeah. One of the things and, about know, well, and we we could call it the necromancer actually. <laughs> Very excellent. well put. You know, it's one of those things about Taco Bell. You, you really can't accept it as what it proclaims to be. 
which in this case is a salad. But if you accept it for what it is, a Taco Bell salad, then it becomes a whole other entity. And it works so well. It's like a McNugget. Exactly. By the way, chickens Taco don't Bell have nuggets. Did not give us the salad. We actually paid for it. We did. That's At right. Drive through. The yeah, drive-thru. they're not sponsoring this program. No, Believe no, no, you no, me. no. But they could. They could. We've only said positive things about the Taco yeah. Bell salad. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Done that. All right. Done, done, that, that, done that. Done that. Done that. Done that. <laughs> All right. So um, we have. Did I get in the plugs for Gates Renovation yet? You did, yeah. Okay. yeah. I, don't, I don't know. What, yeah, what exactly did you need to say about Gates? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, so okay. a guy named Merlin did his homework. Yes. Mer- Merlin, Merlin man? No, no. Not oh. that Merlin. The other guy named Merlin. It, wow. And it might have been Merlin Merlin, but we don't know. He might have another alias that that uh, listens to beerschool.com. I call him Jim. You know, you really don't even have to remember the beerschool.com. You just go to podcasts on iTunes and look for the number one show when you type in beer. Exactly. Don't even have to remember anything. There it is. So anyway, if you go to... <laughs> don't even have to spell beer right. Come on. <laughs> I fall things sweet. Like so what happens if you with an A? beer in German in iTunes is you get the show translated into German. That's what we do after we get off the air. We go through and painstakingly translate Transcript, German, yeah. yeah. And it take, it, you know what? It takes time, but it's worth it. It's John's commitment to you know, it's so our commitment. I fall God things real. Oh. I fall. I fall things were if oh if all things were real. <laughs> John's working on very simple anagrams. Yeah, imagine how long it takes him to translate this into German. Jiminy Christmas. <laughs> Makes for a very long day for the rest of us. Well, you see, we type everything down, but we add spaces later, and yeah. there just wasn't any time. It makes it a lot. Of, I, hate, I hate using Before my thumb. Before the show, to read? No. <laughs> no. No. Here's the paper. <laughs> if all things were real. Dot blogspot.com. I fall. <laughs> anyway. You weren't even reading off this. (laughs) (laughs) The absinthe has kicked in. Yeah. Yeah, from three. If only we had some. (laughs) Anyway, Merlin from If All Things Were Real. Yeah, like space these things out. (laughs) Chai Chai Rodriguez. And all of that. That was a less mess, less Nesman if there ever was one. Yeah, and that was actually a James Joycey in reading. <laughs> of, um, so anyway, of he notes. does homework, and if you go, we'll post this in the uh, on the on the show notes and on the uh, the, the website. Uh, but he actually took a can of beer apart, a can of stout, and found the widget. And. Um, he didn't wear gloves. He didn't wear safety goggles. You should use your gloves and safety goggles if you're going to be cutting aluminum. There are a lot of sharp edges. And he took a I'm, picture. I'm sorry. Period. Please educate me. So the, the idea is every week on beer school you have homework. Uh-huh. And so last week was... To Wait, take, people get on the show without watching the show ahead of time? He didn't know that I'm, there was wow. homework. Right. I'm he's sorry. A sa- oh. he's, a, he's a salad chef. What do you expect? That's true. I'm busy preparing. You can't do that I'm on a computer. Shooting salad, aren't you? He's a salad no, shooter. He's like... So anyway, uh, so anyway, he did his homework and he took photographs and and uh, and you know did a nice write up of the whole thing to get Guinness. Oh, you're talking about the you know the, the, the mechanism Guinness. in Guinness. Yes, 
Oh yeah, okay. Um, that aerates, aerates the aerates the stuff. Was to rip apart a can. Yeah, McGinnis or Watney's oh, okay. or a. And he used something that wasn't either of those, right? Yeah, he, paid, the, he paid nine dollars for his beer, which is like bravo, dude. So beer costs a, money. Yeah. What beer is not free? Although, I, I, well, well, then what is that freeze and beer thing? Oh, uh, that's freeze and beer. That's an open source uh, euphemism that talks about. So there's freeze and speech, which is blah blah blah. You can say anything you want, but freeze and beer is like you got beer, but somebody still had to pay for it. But you're still going to pay but for you, it later. No, somebody no? paid for it, but you got Here's it for free. Duck. But you didn't pay for but it. You didn't Wait, pay it, for it. It's all free. Anyway, you're just renting it for me. Is that is that how that's beer goes? Kind of the way it goes. Anyway, Merlin did his homework. Bravo, Merlin. Everyone else, go look at Merlin's homework. Salute, salute. Speaking of homework. What is the homework this week, John? Listen to the show on Tuesday. Listen <laughs> to the show on Tuesday. That's, Listen that's, to the show on Tuesday. We're going to post the show as quickly as possible uh, I got, I, today. I, I, got a, I got a homework. Can I come up you, with oh, yeah, homework? No, because I have – here's the thing. Earlier on the show when I found out my fatal flaw, yeah, didn't write the homework. Oh, so that's I, because you left it to me to come oh, up with the homework this well, week. Well, right. we didn't communicate this. It was just implied. I know. We have to work on our telepathy. Um, the, homework, the homework this week, if I may suggest, Go ahead. is uh, people get in contact with us and tell us what beer they drink at the ballpark while they're watching their favorite team. Mm. Oh well, Unless you're a Dodgers fan, you can go to hell. <laughs> I can already tell you. I can already tell you, uh, Pittsburghers. It the only thing they really offer is Miller Lite. So so well so this was this kind of goes along with the the the. Uh, the Tuesday call out. Mm-hmm. Listen to the show on Tuesday, but also it's baseball season. Mm-hmm. Not duck season, not rabbit season, baseball season. And actually, it might be interesting to compare and contrast what you drink at the ballpark versus what you drink while you're watching the game at home or in a bar. Oh, yeah, that, yeah that's you good. Because sometimes our choices are limited at the stadium. I do know that at Death Star Park, we have a lot of different choices for beer. Wow. We're lucky people. Mm hmm. We can get Anchor Steam. We can get Bud. Liberty Ale. Liberty Ale. Lagunitas IPA. IPA. Guinness. Tecate. Mm, speaking of the Lagunitas, can you pass that over here? Yep. Oh, I have to finish this uh, mead first. Yep. Uh, also, um, I'm going to give out a hint or a secret about the um, good old Oakland Coliseum where I watched a good number of baseballs. Great stadium. Baseball games uh, back in the day. There's a cart on the lower level if you walk around. That is the Sierra Nevada cart. It looks like all the other beer carts. And most of the beer carts have Sierra Nevada Pale Ale and some other beer from, you know, a Budweiser or a Miller or whatever. There's one cart that is the Sierra Nevada cart. It has Sierra Nevada Pale Ale and some other kind of Sierra Nevada. And sometimes it's the porter, sometimes it's the stout, sometimes it's the wheat. But every now and then, it's the barley wine. No way. Wow. And for like seven or eight bucks... You get a pint of barley wine? You can wine? get like a 20-ounce of barley wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i got to tell you what. Um, every here's, time you... here's to the seventh-inning stretch. <laughs> yeah, Whoa. I tell you what. God almighty. <laughs> back, at, back at the bar that I tend to go to that has a good $200, uh, 200 beers. John bought a $200 um, beer the other night. <laughs> oh, that was last night. But, no, it was but anyway, the, 200, 200 well, beers. Yeah, 200 beers. They have the barley wine, and it is, for for like six ounces, it's like $6. And it's a treat, but, but um, 
Wow, that, that's a good deal. Back to, I don't think they know what keg they're putting on. Because um, <laughs> the barley wine, as we all know from beer school, is a stronger beer that's usually served in a smaller glass. Mm-hmm. And uh, 20 ounces of barley wine can pretty much put me in a happy place with, you know, one cup. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Going back to our What's in Nico's Fridge episode, we had a 96 Sierra Nevada barley wine. Yeah, that was. But we had choice. 94, 95, 96, and we picked 96. Because it had the cap that didn't match the other ones. Yeah, how, one how of these is not like the other. Delicious. Suspicious. Ooh. We were mind blown by that beer. Yeah. Wow. It's beautiful. The listeners are like, uh. We can't, can't get a 92 Thomas Hard barley <laughs> wine. We, we can't, can't have the prototype for watermelon. We can't wheat. even. We can't well, have the That's barley. just it. That's your. You know, <laughs> well, the ultimate, you know, the hidden assignment is to find that and drink it. Well, actually, the hidden assignment is to find it. The hidden assignment is to find it and set it down for eight years. Yeah, well, well, we could even say your homework homework is to make a a kegerator, you know, get a beer fridge, you know, and make it so that it it goes for uh, 54 degrees or, you know, 45 degrees. Well, you know, this is beer school, and I mean, people put down wine for 8, 10, 12, 20 years without even thinking twice about it, and, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe the reality is... We should be putting well, some of our some of some, some, extra some beers. Yeah. Yeah. Some beers are not going to age well, and other beers. Barley wine be, will. Barley yeah. wine. Apparently, will. barley wine ages quite well. It does. Indeed, fried salad, all meat salad, Taco Bell salad, Nettle salad, salad. salad. Bamberger onion. Forgot to talk about the backdoor tavern in Beaver. Yeah. Well, yeah. I um, think I think the name says it all. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Um, it's, it's, a nice, it. it's a nice bar that, uh, yeah, good 200 beer selection. What's your favorite of the back door? And there are no wrong answers. Um, I got to tell you what, I, like, I, love, I love their taps, and they've got Franz and Kinder Weiss. They've got Newcastle, Murphy's, and a few other Guinness. But uh, that, I got to tell you what, though, they have a burger the size of your head. Under five dollars. <laughs> Do you know I wear an eight and a quarter hat? <laughs> well, maybe not your head. <laughs> Normal. Head. We'll just leave it at that, ladies and gentlemen. Normal size head. All right, salad that went My with the stout. Rockstar salad. Intro. Extra. Extra. You know, I was thinking about a song at the beginning of the show. Studio. No. Studio. <laughs> no. Um, I'll come up with it, and maybe we can do something again in post-production since we're getting all jiggy now with the show. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening. Yep. Oh, wait. You know what we forgot? Nope. Gates Renovation? Tom. Oh. Thanks for coming in from Beaver, PA. Oh, uh, no problem. It was my pleasure. That's right. Salad chef extraordinaire. That's right. To Beaver, PA. To Beaver, PA. To Beaver, PA. <laughs> oh, by the way, Wonder Boys was also filmed there. Oh, how cool. Yeah. Mike, inventor of putting a raisin in a salad. Toasted raisin, thank Toasted you. Toasted raisin. <laughs> You're a visionary. Thanks for being on the show. My and, pleasure. And, and uh, for basically, arrogant bastard does not go with your raisins, sir. No, but it goes with a lot of other things. But and you the, should, the raisins you should go keep, with the. You uh, should keep this in mind and, and do a raisin that goes well with that beer. Mm. I will explore the world for the right raisin for It'd that. Have to beer. be a hybrid, I would think. I will kick that beer's ass with my raisin. If you know what Motor. I'm saying. Me. Motor, motor, <laughs> I'll, I'll try not motor to read who, into it. Meat motor who beer. brought us beer that smelled like meat. <laughs> yeah, meat beer. Thank that was so beer. good. We're, we're trying to that figure was... out if we need to thank you or damn you. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Can you imagine if you drank that all night? What you? 
Never mind. No. No, I can't. I'm John you would Foster. become a smoke I'm motor. <laughs> Those are our guests. Class, Class dismissed. dismissed. <laughs> there you go. That might be louder than the bell. <laughs> oh. Turn okay, yeah, I'm sorry. It, something dropped and I went to catch it with my right hand. I am terribly sorry. Well, you know what? The only thing is that everyone's going to complain that it smells like agave in here tomorrow. That's going to be. We'll have to fix that, but that's okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so. that's all fart. Ready? One, two, three. <laughs> That was good fun. It was, I, I it's hope it was okay. How can it be? I, I, What's that? Hope it was okay. I'm, yeah, I'm, no, it's I'm fine. Just make too sure. Much. I'll just make sure that there's extra water there. Yeah. Oh no, you're fine. No, I'll this, pee on it. This, this, this yeah. The studio smells like new carpet anyway. When you did walk you in see? The door. Did you see that there was a thing online? That said, if you pee on your feet, it'll cure athlete athlete's foot. Yes, I've heard that for a long time. I would really? believe that. <laughs> but uh, well, yeah, the athlete's foot is a fungus, and your urine is um, ammonia. Yeah, or it becomes ammonia. ammonia no, that's it's, uh, it's vampire bats. Never yeah. mind. Yeah, I'm not peeing <laughs> on my feet. I'm not peeing on my, I'm not peeing on my feet. I don't know. That, that was from a friend's episode when he got hey, uh, stung by a pee uh, on my feet. Jellyfish. Wait, wait. What day is it today, John? It's April first. Okay, now we can finish the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyone who's got this far, the bell, they the bell has now. rung. <laughs> Are you still recording? Of course. Oh. <laughs> beer and salad. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, it was like beer and the Easter Bunny. Yeah. And beer and Santa Claus. <laughs> it's like. Uh... I can't believe we stayed in character for an entire hour. <laughs> no, salads are true. It's salad. Is true. Yeah, it is. It was all, I, there's just enough truth. Based in everything that FYI, you FYI, just so everybody knows, I did not make a reduction out of Rockstar. <laughs> <laughs> or else you'd have suffered nerve damage by <laughs> That's why I made the meth comment. Yeah, just like meth. <laughs> How, however, the deep fried salad was true. Really? Tom no. made that. He's, he's invented. That's why we have him on the show. Yeah. I mean, I invented raisins and salad. Why can't you invent the deep fried there's, salad? To, uh, there's, a, there's a guy in Texas who breads and deep fries bacon. Well, you know, well that's like the Simpsons. But Eddie, but butter you know, on your if, bacon, boy. If you weren't the guy that did, you know, jelly with a Twinkie. In deep, you know, deep frying that, then you know you're you're just pedestrian. I had a fried Snickers bar, but I've Eddie heard of that. Yeah, that's Eddie takes a chestnut and wraps it in bacon and throws it in the deep fryer. So I took a deep fryer and threw it in a deep fryer. No way. And then wrapped it in like bacon. A death wish. <laughs> Did you, you know what I do? Is I, I get Kentucky Fried Chicken and I put it on a cookie sheet and then I grate cheese all over the top of it and bake it. I think that's a screenplay for Death Wish 9. Original or crispy? It doesn't matter. It's all crispy sooner or later. Well, no, you know, I get get the the comfort bowls, whatever whatever they are, the the corn and mashed potatoes and chicken and gravy. And then I put more cheese and breading on top of that. Then Uh, I dip it like, like fried ice cream. And then you roll and it in bacon, just like just yeah. like ice cream swirls. 
I only exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a big popcorn ball. Butter dripping down. I only it's eat okay. a cafe gratitude. Okay, so which beers on the show were not real? So we had for real Actually, arrogant yeah, bastards. Okay, th- this was nothing shy of delicious. <laughs> we had this, this we had was amazing. Raspberry this was, this was amazing. Raspberry brown. That raspberry was brown was I thought was very good. Brown. This was actually really good. This was yeah. good for fruit well, beer. Bringing out the prince. Co- prince. Yeah. Yeah. The agave was, was real. The agave was really good. Too. The motor. Mm-hmm. The beers that motor made up were actually Modelo and <coughs> Modelo and, and Tecate. And Tecate. Yeah. The, the, unbelievable. That was the Weiss. The Weiss beer. That was really good. It was making that was up really real good. beer. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Vice beer, uh, the Mars, actually does have banana in it, and yeah. it is very good. Yeah. yeah. So when when uh, is the thing turned off now? No. no. Okay. Well, it's not. It I don't want to do what show planning the, uh, on the air. What was the um, yeah. store we bought that at? Oh, City Beer. City Beer. City Beer, yeah. The What's gentleman City at City uh, Beer told me that there was a hint of banana in the Mars Spice Beer. No, that, and that was it was excellent. very good. I could taste it. Yep. I mean, the, yeah, the, the, the Marsin was excellent. The, the Raspberry was excellent. This guy was excellent. Um, Bass was really good, too, you know, but it, the, those three beers were just stellar. Mm-hmm. All right. And, and the mead. So, so, so any, anyone, yeah, if you don't know, the bastard doesn't go well with Skittles. Yeah. <laughs> Skittles. You know. The raisins any were Skittles, and there was no salad on the show. There was a salad in front of us, but that was it. There was leftover salad that Tom didn't eat with his burger from 21A. So City Beer is... 1168 Folsom, San Francisco, California. Between 7th and 8th. Their phone number is 415-503-1033. Please show up next week, Sunday, April 8th at 1 o'clock. Yeah, skip church. Skip church. Skip that would church be, at seven o'clock wait, in the wait, morning. That, that, that was would, church. That would be skipping beer school. Okay. Another thing that I found really interesting that I sort of, in the back of my mind, guided you toward when you're asking what uh, wheat beer. We have two beers from Bamberg here. Yeah, yeah. accidentally. Yeah. No perfect. future planning there. They're only like Bamberg's fifty or sixty thousand people, and they've got seven breweries or eight breweries. Yep. Mm-mm-mm. All right. So kids. they can make they can make the good wheat beer, mm-hmm. and then they can make the stuff that smells like smoked meat. Yes. Yep. And the wheat beer is actually it's uh, people. Uh, it's it's odd, people. It's odd man out for uh, beers from Bamberg. So so yeah, the uh, Bamberg um, Soylent Brown. Soylent Bamberg. Soylent Brown. Soylent Brown. Hey kid, give me a cracker.